بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفر ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا وعملا متقبلا يا رب العالمين وسيجنبها الأتقى الذي يؤتي ما له يتزكى وما لأحد عنده من نعمة تجزى إلا ابتغاء وجه ربه الأعلى وَلَسَوْفَ يَرْضَاهُ Alright, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا الْأَتْقَى So this nar talazza, this blazing fire, who is going to avoid it and be averted from it? وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا This is what? This is what the verb yajnub means. Yajnub means to be averted from something or to be shielded from something. وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا Sa, this scene means for certain. That means it's going to happen for sure. The atqa will be the one who will avoid this, this blazing fire. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, subhanallah, in another ayah, he says, Kullu nafsin maut. Every, every soul will taste death. Kullu nafsin maut. Wa yawm al-qiyamah. And yawm al-qiyamah, your ujur, you will see them. Your, your recompense, you'll see it يوم القيامة. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَازِ فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ The one who has been averted and taken away from the hellfire and placed in the jannah, فَقَدْ فَازِ They are the successful ones. But this one here is the same thing. وَزَيُجَنَّبُهَا الْأَتْقَى That means يُجَنَّبُ They'll be averted. They'll be made to, يعني, they won't be made to enter into the hellfire at all. يُجَنَّبُهَا where is Al-Atqa? Where does this word come from? Taqwa, yes? This is what's called Ism Tafdil. You say small, and then you say smaller, and then you say what? Smallest. Yes? You say big, bigger, biggest. Find a verb and you can do the same thing for it. Yes? But this is the Atqa. Atqa is what? Is the highest one. Is the pinnacle of Taqwa. Is the pinnacle of Taqwa. The ones who had Taqwa of Allah, Haqqa Tuqatihi. The rightful way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should have been, you should have taqwa of Allah, they had that taqwa. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatihi. That the ones who had haqqa tuqatihi of Allah, they are al-atqa. And this seems to suggest that there are levels of taqwa beneath this. There are levels of taqwa beneath this with al-atqa being the highest one. And subhanallah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhumah, he said that al-atqa, this one is specifically referring to whom? Which Sahabi did he say this is referring to? Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. He said this one is specifically referring to Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. Because we're going to look at this, inshallah. We're going to read an excerpt from Ibn Kathir at the end. وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا الْأَتْقَى الَّذِي يُؤْتِي مَا لَهُ يَتَزَكَّى Alright. Who is this one, subhanallah, وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا الْأَتْقَى He's the one who what? الَّذِي يُؤْتِي مَا لَهُ يَتَزَكَّى That when they spend with their wealth, why do they do it? To purify themselves. Yatazakka. 
That means I do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first. With the sincerity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they do it to purify themselves from the dhunub and from the sins and from the shortcomings. Because this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُطَهِرُهُمْ بِهِ وَصَلِّ عَلَيْهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُطَهِرُهُمْ بِهِ وَتُزَكِّيهِمْ And take from them a sadaqah, which what? Which purifies them and which increases their wealth. But we know from this ayah that what? That the sadaqah that you give is a source of what? Is a source of purification. And from those purification is they mention what? The, the diseases of al-bukhl wa shuh greed and, and subhanallah and, 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 and stinginess. But it cleans you from these, ever, يعني, these vices, these bad characters, these ba- bad akhlaq, from amongst other things as well. And then like Sheikh ibn Uthaymin, he said, يعني, they don't spend their, their wealth يعني, in excess and they're not stingy. For subhanallah, stinginess and overspending is what? Is a sin. Is a sin. So the one madhalan who overspends in things which are not necessary for them, subhanAllah, this is a sin. Can they be purified by committing a sin? Can they be purified by committing a sin? Same thing with stinginess, where they do not spend on the things that they should be spending on. Can stinginess purify a person? For we understand from this ayah that what? That the middle ground is the one that causes you tazakki, the one that will purify you. The one that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا أَنْفَقُوا لَمْ يُسْرِفُوا that when they spend, لم يسرفوا, they don't go in excess. ولم يقتروا, and they do not, they're not stingy with their wealth. وكان بين ذلك قوامة, between those two extremes, they're in the middle. They're in the middle. This is what will cause them a tazakki. That will cause them a tazakki. And Sheikh Sadi rahimahullah had another faida, a very great faida, that we know that Subhanallah, the one who spends voluntarily, مثلاً they give a sadaqa voluntarily, while they have neglected the obligatory, then this will also not purify them at all then this will also not purify them at all. For example, they go and give a sadaqah in the, in the path of Allah, and they have a debt that they need to pay, or they're not spending on their family, the, the, the amount that they should be spending on their family, and then they give, give a sadaqah. Can this be accepted from them? He said, this is mardud. He said, this is mardud. You cannot leave something, you cannot go do something voluntarily while you're neglecting the obligatory. While you're neglecting the obligatory, this is not the one that will tazakki, that will purify a person. The two key words in here, ni'matin tujza. And ni'ma is a favor, tujza is, is to pay back this favor. So when they spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're not spending to what? To pay back a favor for someone else. For example, someone did good towards them and they feel they're inclined, مثلاً, to pay them back by spending their money or spending their wealth. There's no ni'mah that they're, they're seeking يعني, to, to reward or to pay back. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically mentions this here. They're not, subhanAllah, they do not spend their wealth as a, as a compensation, يعني, to pay back for, يعني, for, for a previous good that someone did to them. This is not why they think. وَمَا لَهُ وَمَا لِأَحَدٍ عِنْدَهُ عنده, that means with him, there is no one who has a favor upon him. That's why he's paying them back. Is that clear? For they don't owe anyone any favors. That's why they're giving the sadaqah. But this is going to show the sincerity in their sadaqah. That is not for anyone. It is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's no one involved in this. For the more, subhanAllah, you're paying back someone for yani, as a favor, the ikhlas decreases as a result of this. The ikhlas decreases as a result of this. And a person, subhanAllah, they may need to pay back someone. Someone lends them money. 
they may need to pay them back subhanallah for subhanallah as you as your heart becomes subhanallah as you spend your you know, the spending that you do is more attached to the to the human being subhanallah then this inc- decreases in al-ikhlas it decreases in al-ikhlas and we'll say in the story of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu when we read the excerpt from Ibn Kathir وَمَا لِأَحَدٍ عِنْدَهُ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ تُجْزَى إِلَّا بِتِغَاءَ وَجْهِ رَبِّهِ الْأَعْلَى This insan, subhanallah, who spends in, يعني, يُؤْتِي مَا لَهُ يَتَزَكَّى He does it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala confirms it in this, in this ayah. إِلَّا بِتِغَاءَ That means as when they spend, and this is very hard, subhanallah. This is very hard, subhanallah, that the person... Who spends only to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Maybe they do it in secret, like the Prophet said, you know, from the seven whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shades under the shade, is the one who spent. You know, the, the right hand didn't know what the, the left hand didn't know what the right hand was giving. For this one goes to know the kinaya, obviously you know, the right hand and they're not things that understand hands. But so it goes to show that what? That subhanAllah they kept it hidden. They kept it hidden. And the more the sadaqah is hidden, the more there is sincerity, subhanAllah. And subhanAllah, you spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you say, Ya Allah, make this between you and me, subhanAllah, that no one else knows about it. For this is very hard to do, subhanAllah. For the insan, subhanAllah, they like to say that they are, you know, people call them kareem, mathalan. They are generous and they like to spend and they like to think. But subhanAllah, sometimes a sadaqah may be done outward and to encourage other people. But the more in secret it is done, subhanAllah, only to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more it is likely to be accepted, inshaAllah. But this ayah is ayat al-sifat, from the ayat of the sifat. For this establishes what sifa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a face. And we don't do ta'wil. We don't do ta'wil. Fahiyya subhanahu in some of the translations you'll say what? To seek the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that could be a correct, yana, 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 as correct as the translation could be. But it literally means yana, seeking the, the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When do you see the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When you're in Jannah, you will see the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is the greatest luxury in Jannah. But how do you get to Jannah? With al-a'mal al-saliha, yes? The al-a'mal al-saliha, which is, which is yani, ikhlas and, and for, it has compliance to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu This is the thing that will get you into Jannah. Yani, with the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this will assist in getting you into Jannah. Where you can see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can he say, yani, subhanallah, yani, the sincerity in their deeds... As a result, this will this when they spend for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is what will make them see the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when they're spending, they want to see the face of Allah. That's why they're doing it with sincerity. Again, this is from the sifat. One of the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is he is Al A'la. When we did Sabbihisma Rabbik Al A'la, what did we say about Al A'la? So there's Ulu that the that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, I think they translated that as the essence of Allah, but this is a very bad translation. Yani. What is that? Transcendence? Allah's transcendence. The that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani the essence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ar-Rahmanu ala al-Arsh istawa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is on the Arsh above the seven heavens. His ulu that. His presence is, is Ali in a manner which is befitting His Majesty. We don't ask how is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala high upon His throne. Yes, and he is what? Ulu that and Ulu Sifat as well. His Sifat are, are the highest of Sifat, the best of Sifat. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. As a result of this Ulu, this is why the ayah, if you read the ayah carefully, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, illa abtigha'a wajhi rabbihi al-a'la, as a result of his Ulu, 
of his that and of his sifat, this is why we should dedicate our worship only to him. And from this worship is, is spending in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِلَّا بِتِغَاءَ وَجْهِ رَبِّهِ الْأَعْلَى وَلَسَوْفَ يَرْضَى So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enters him into paradise and he sees the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what will be the result? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is guaranteeing the result. وَلَسَوْفَ He will be what? He will be satisfied with what Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him from the pleasures of Jannah as a result of their good deeds. They will be satisfied. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying they will be satisfied in Jannah. They will be Satisfied in Jannah. For may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from Ahlul Jannah. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most generous. Alright, we'll just quickly read this this quick um, this excerpt from Tafsir ibn Kathir. And there's just one principle that we have to keep in mind. For here, the, maybe one day we'll do a little bit of usul at Tafsir. Allah alam, yani we'll see how we go. But one of the principles of Tafsir is Al Ibra bi'umum al lafz la bi khusus al sabab. It generally means that the, the ruling is, is general. It doesn't, it doesn't matter why it was revealed. It doesn't matter why it was revealed. For example, we'll see that this, this ayah or these ayat were revealed because of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. But that doesn't mean it's only applicable to Abu Bakr as-Siddiq. So it's not to do with khusus as-sabab, why it was revealed, and that it's only yani, relevant to this particular person. It's umum al-lafaz. The, the umum, the generality of the ayah is applicable to everyone who fulfills the requirements of this ayah. The cause of this revelation and the virtue of Abu Bakr. Many of the scholars of tafsir have mentioned that these ayat were revealed about Abu Bakr as-Siddiq. Some of them even mentioned that there is a consensus amongst the Quranic commentators concerning this. And the consensus is al-ijma'ah. A lot of people said what? That this is to do with Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, but some of them even went as far as saying that there is ijma'ah, that this... No doubt about it, it was revealed about Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. There is no doubt that he is included in the meaning of these ayat and that he is the most deserving of the ummah to be described with these characteristics in general. For indeed the wording of these ayat is general as in Allah's saying, وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا الْأَتْقَ الَّذِي يُؤْتِي مَا لَهُ يَتَزَكَّى وَمَا لِأَحَدٍ عِنْدَهُ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ تُجْزَى For these are all, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions things in, in general. And this could be applicable to anyone. It's not just Abu Bakr as-Siddiq. However, he, Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, was the first and foremost of this ummah to have all of these characteristics and other praiseworthy characteristics as well. For verily he was truthful, pious, generous, charitable. And he always spent his wealth in obedience of his master, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in aiding the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How many dirhams and dinars did he spend seeking the face of his most noble lord? and did not consider any of the people as owing him some favor that he needed to get compensation. For rather, his virtue and kindness was even shown towards leaders and chiefs from amongst the other tribes as well. This is why Arwa ibn Mas'ud, who was the chief of the Thaqif tribe, said to him on the day of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, By Allah, if I did not owe you a debt which I have not paid you back for, I would have responded to you, I owe you a call to Islam. He used the excuse. Use the excuse that because I owe you something, I'm not going to accept Islam because you, know, you might think that I'm accepting Islam just to pay you back. For Abu Bakr as-Siddiq became angry with him for saying such a thing, I owe you something. Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, he, he gave him this favor, he didn't expect anything in return. He didn't expect anything in return. For when he said, I owe you something, this is why he got angry. He, he done it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wasn't expecting anything in return. So if this was his position with the chiefs of the Arabs and the heads of the tribes, then what about those other than them? 
Nas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ve ma li ahadin indehu min ni'metin tujza illa ibtigha'a vecihi rabbil a'la ve la sawfa yarda. And in the two sahih it is recorded that the messenger of Allah said yani sahih Muslim and sahih Bukhari Men enfaqa zawjayni fi sabilillahi da'athu khazanatul jannati ya Abdullah hadha khayr that whoever equipped two riding animals in the way of Allah and in jihad, the gatekeepers of paradise will call to him saying, O servant of Allah, hadha khayr, this is good. So Abu Bakr radiallahu said, O messenger of Allah, the one who is called from them will not have any need. Will there be anyone who will be called from all of them? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa minhum. He said, yes, and I hope that you are one of them. Yani an Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. This is like a tazkir from the Prophet sallallahu to Abu Bakr. This is the end of Tafsir of Surah Al-Layl and all praise and thanks are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can go back and this book is in the library. I'll leave and keep the bookmark here if you want. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu wa la ilaha illa anta astaghfiru wa tuhu wa jazakumullah khair.